So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast episode. Uh, what episode is it? It is episode I... <laughs> I'm do do we want to try again? No. <laughs> take, take two? No. no. Are you sure? Yeah. Episode 339. Okay. Are yeah, you sure you don't want to take Okay. <laughs> I can't even read a number. Uh, so the problem, was, good, uh, the problem was I was on the wrong podcast. I was, <laughs> I was looking at the Clinton's Core Classics, and I'm like, that's weird. I don't remember naming one The Writing on the Wall. So what we fight rune lords. <laughs> anyway, so what, we roll dice. I'm not cutting this, so uh, yeah, whatever. Keep it in the back. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 339 for February 27th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reed Spruce. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McVean. Hey, you can read the date on every monitor now. Isn't it great? Uh, but what? In, in Windows 11. Oh, the, I don't. The last, the, the last update added uh, the time back to all your external or, or secondary and tertiary and quad quadrinary monitors. Will they potentially make it so I can move my fucking bar, my task no. bar? No, 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 never, never. But but I stuck at the bottom forever. Well, no, not even that. It's stuck on your main monitor. You can't move it between your monitors. Why would it? It's on all my monitors. No, no, I I only put it on one monitor. I limited. You're just just a weirdo. Monitor to your primary monitor, then. Well, yeah, but like, then you, your but the, problem, Mason, is a problem that has a solution. A rose no, does no, not it does. It. No, it does not, because a lot of games decide to run only on your primary monitor. This so, is a weird energy to start a podcast with. Are you sure you don't do, want to try again? Just We're, do, uh, just do Windows Shift arrow key, and that moves it. Yeah, I know, I know how to do it, but not all games work like that. Yeah, hashtag not no. all games. Hashtag every game not works games. like that because every game supports windowless border, uh, borderless window. Right. So, uh, <laughs> as you can tell, we're also we're also joined by Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. Are you sure you don't want to try again? Yeah. No, it's yeah, gone on too long now. It's we're we're too far in the hole. I'm hungry. I don't want to slow it down anymore. <laughs> okay. So Aroa, of course, I'm your host Nathan Reed Spruce, and Aroa. My question to you. Where can we find you? Of course, you can go to Aroa.website. Uh, I, there's another link on there. I know you were trying to get me to talk about it last week, but I refused to. Uh, but yeah, you can join, you can join uh, my version of uh, the Trump Truth dot website, whatever Mastodon. the hell it's called. Your yeah, it's Mastodon. I have a Mastodon instance on there. I, I got some random fuck uh one it sent me a a request for an account and I'm gonna deny it because their their reason for wanting an account is 
to to grow your network and it's yeah okay to grow your you network just, that's it yeah you just you, you just want to fucking post spam on my fucking mastodon instance get the fuck out i see i see uh well that's good i i just want you to because it, it's a geo cities account basically well and... the, the the main website yeah is neo cities so you should just start posting random like flash videos. Take all of okay. your YouTube content and make them into flash videos and post them on okay. there. Yeah. Yeah. Except that, I'll do that. Except no one will be able to see them because Flash isn't in browsers. That's true. It died. I forgot about that. Oh wait. No, I'll just uh I'll find out what it what the flash emulator that Newgrounds uses is. Because they, okay. they use a JavaScript-based Flash emulator. Yeah. That'd be great. I, I think it's literally just JS to Flash. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Connor, we can find you a row.website. Yeah. And anything you want to wanna bring up, especially that might have random names for the, the podcast, like... They're not random uh, names. You just have to listen to the episode, you jerk. Listen to Twitter Score Classics. Tools of the Trade. Yes, when we are finding out the tools we need to defeat the Rune Lords. You know, we needed those enchanted weapons, the specific ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Do ones. they have runes? Asshole. They got runes on them? The, the runes. Runes. They, they got runes. They got, they got runes on them. They yeah. got runes to kill the Rune Lords. Yes. Exactly. Anyway, and of course, I'm Nathan Reeton. Spreet, you can find me everywhere at Reeton. So Reeton on Twitch, Reeton on YouTube, Reeton on Twitter. I stream on Twitch. Five days a week, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. So if you're ever bored, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Uh, this podcast is everywhere at Reeton Podcast. So if you're listening online or you found us on Spotify and you dis- you're you like, man, Spotify is a piece of shit. I want to move over somewhere else. You can also listen to us on iTunes or Amazon or Google Podcasts, I guess, which still exists for some reason. Is it any? I guess I don't know. Yeah, Probably. podcasts don't cost Google anything, so it makes sense for them to leave that service alive. Yeah, I thought they killed it, kind of, but they, they killed Google Play Music because they had to pay licensing fees for that shit. Yeah. Oh. They don't got to pay licensing fees for people to just upload their podcasts. That's true. That's true. With their uh, pirated music. Yeah. Uh, as, as <laughs> uh, I know that's a problem on Spotify, at least. I'm sure it is. Anyway, uh, we'll move on and ask Connor. Connor, what games have you played this week? Last week I mentioned I was on the home stretch of Breath of the Wild, and this week I beat Breath of the Wild. Congrats. Uh, almost 100%. I didn't get all of the Korok seeds because there's like 900 of them, and I have like 600 of them. So it, I, I feel like I could do it, but I'm, I'm ready to move on at this point. I, I got my, my end game uniform I and but I, I doubt that there's anything that'll like if if you played Breath of the Wild, your Breath of the Wild two save will have all your stuff, but I feel like I got just about everything I could have got. I think that after you get a, the after you get like six hundred or seven hundred Korok seeds, they stop doing anything. Correct. Yeah, once your inventory is maxed out it's it's purely uh congrats you did it kind of thing. Yeah, here's a golden poop. Yeah, here's some shiny poop. Yeah. Uh, uh, so after I was done with that, I started mm-hmm. playing Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster because that just came out. And I love Final Fantasy VI. 
And how is it? Uh, is can you suplex a train correctly? I haven't gotten that far, but I I have it on good word that you can suplex the train, and it does get flipped upside down as intended. Yep. Good, good. They changed it. It would be a travesty if they didn't fix that. Yeah. That is uh, there are that some. You can do that. Th- th- there are some funny parts of it that I've noticed. For example, you know when you're walking in and it's just a big excuse to show off, uh, what is it, Mode 7 on the uh, Super Nintendo? Yeah. Yeah, Mode 7. It's the and it's when they would show the credits, except they don't show the credits now. So it's just them walking for like two minutes straight. Oh. And the music's great, but it just it's, it's a little bit of uh, empty space on the map, you know? Yeah, they're and, not like it was created by this person. Nope, just hey, that's they don't snow. work here anymore. Yeah, right. And that might actually be why they didn't have to go through the effort of updating the credits. This game was modernized by like four people. <laughs> they're like, they're like, and the trans or the and the person who ported it over to PC, Connor. It was me. That was my yeah. night job. Yeah. That would be amazing. I would be happy port, if that was your night job. Port runs fine. Uh, this gave me an excuse to find out how to program a turbo button on Steam. It mm. wasn't hard at all. I just had no idea where to start. And basically, I threw stuff at the machine until it, the, uh, the, the controller interface until it worked. Turns out the button that says turbo is the turbo button. Who knew? Yeah, you figured it out. I did it all by myself. Gold star. Congratulations. Uh, so. Then I, I sat in a raft while auto battle triggered, and uh, A was pressed a whole bunch on, on my behalf. And I, I did some painting for like two hours, and now I'm super high level, so the rest of the game's going to be a breeze. Did you beat Ultras? I'm actually, uh, that the you know when you go into that cave and you save right before then? I'm right there. There was somebody I knew playing Final Fantasy VI who was very bad at video games. And this was recently, like in the last three or four years. Um, so not the, the game wasn't new at the time. You know what I'm right. saying? And they were playing through, and they failed the opera scene. Oh, no. And then they failed, like, after you do the opera scene, you've got to go and, like, go through some battles and click some switches and then go fight Ultros again. And you're on a time limit. I have never seen anybody fail that, but this person did. This person also played Kirby. And they thought that the way you kill enemies with Kirby was to run into them. Because when you ran into enemies, they would disappear. (laughs) Brute force solution. So the person was not very good at older video games let's just say I don't that get it. how are you supposed to beat sonic every time you jump on stuff you'd lose all the rings yeah. how am i supposed to get past these spikes if i'm supposed to use the rings to get past them yeah so uh anyway good game i i like it i haven't played i bought the pixel remaster of final fantasy 6 but i haven't played it so i'll probably play it here at some point did you play I've anything never played else final fantasy 3 well uh, other than breath of the wild and other than final fantasy 6 i guess i played space station 13 that's that's always a fun time i recommend it to anyone who's willing to 
it, it, it's hard to describe. I don't think it's a game that you get unless you spend time with it. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't get it, and I did spend time with it. Like, an hour. But it definitely requires more than an hour to figure out all the complexities of the game. Seeing as a shift is an hour and a half, yes, I would say it would require at least one full shift to get it. Yes. But, well, but you tried your best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was... We both kind of went in blind, and neither of us did good on the first round or two that we played. It's definitely not about doing good either. It's it's a game about learning. Yeah. Well, we played, because when we played, we did one that was normal, and we're like just running around not knowing what to do. And then the second one, we came in partway through, and it was already being attacked by a giant alien. Yeah. I I don't think... Oh God, the alien invasion is here is a very good introductory zone for people. Yeah. And I mean, what, what could you do? It's, it's, it's space. It's going to be chaotic. And then I think the only other time I remember, I don't know if I was playing with you or if I was watching you on Twitch. You were watching but... me on Twitch. I, I think you're talking about when I, uh, when I was a miscreant and I had to steal this, the, the, the pods. No, no, no. The cultists who were murdering everyone. There were just uh, cultists You're going to have around. to be more specific. That happens quite a bit, actually. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to Aroa. Aroa, what games did you play this week? Uh, I mean, mainly I did a bunch of the demos that have been on the, the Steam, whatever the hell it is. You know, you got a bunch of demos from Pizza Hut and put them in your PlayStation. Got it. Yeah. Uh yeah. played cool Steam Force. Next Fest. That's it. Next mm. Fest. Well, we're not going to go through all the demos that you liked uh or all we the couldn't demos anyway cuz I don't remember most of them. I well what I was going to ask was which one stood out to you the most? Uh there was a really good VR game. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like really good. Uh it's like I've seen other VR games do this where the whole thing is shoot the rope at a thing and you swing like your Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Um but like most of the games that I've played that are like that feel like shit. Um either like you're way too heavy or like you have just zero control over anything or like you touch a wall and you lose all your momentum and it just kills it. Uh this game did not do that, and that was uh, that was pretty good. Good. Uh, I wish I could tell you what the name of it was, but I already uninstalled it, like most no. of the demos that I played this week. I just played them for a little while, and then I went, yeah, okay. And, any other uh, any other demos that stood out to you? Um, you know, not not in a positive way. Most uh, of them were pretty bad. What was the worst one that you played? Uh, It was this shitty fucking survival horror called, like, uh, Dark Knot. I think it was it. Uh Uh-huh. So it starts out, and it's first person. And I'm like, okay. And it it, it plays like Amnesia slash Penumbra. Um, So, like everything has physics you you have to like click and drag to open doors and and drawers 
and like carry things around. Uh, they're doing they they did the the machine for pigs version though, where you don't have an inventory, so you have to like if you find a key, you have to pick up the key and carry it over to the lock and put it in the lock. Uh, and I hate that, but um, it sure does and, induce anxiety. Well, though, yeah, like like that part was actually pretty cool because it was like, oh, there could be monsters. You don't want monsters to be around. Ooh, spooky stuff's happening in the corner of the room. And like that, that was cool. And then I walked out the door of the first puzzle room, which the door was uh, literally Silent Hill Four, the room door. Yeah, which I was yeah. like, okay, whatever. Like that used to be a cute thing, and now I'm just kind of sick of seeing it in indie horror games. Um, but yep. you walk out that door, and now it's suddenly like bad Silent Hill. Uh, you're a third person. Um, you can like punch and like, there are these plant monsters that take like two hits to kill. Uh, and I walked down this hallway and I saw this weird bug thing eating a, eating a corpse. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I'm going to hit it with this pipe weapon that I got. And I walk over to it and it grabs me and kills me in two seconds. And my body flies across the room. Good. Uh, just like in real life. Yeah. yeah, so I did, I did that a couple of times, and then I went, wow, this game sucks, and then I deleted it. Good. Well, I'm happy that you did absolutely nothing of value this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there there are some other VR things that I'm going to try out. One of them is a, it's a very blatant uh, Phasmophobia ripoff. Um, there's also an... Uh, a, a strategy political strategy game called i am your president i'm kind of interested in oh good and a uh, a god game called feta deum that i'm really hoping is going to be cool because i feel like that's a genre that's been very much neglected uh since like the early 2000s like black and white 2 came out and then no one else has bothered making a good god game since then yeah yeah, and you can't play the original. Well, I'm sure you can find ways, but it is very difficult to play black and white the original one. Yes, uh, on modern computers. Yeah, Just, and they they don't have a GOG release, shockingly enough. So just hope you like using virtual machines to play your games. Pretty much because it won't run on anything like past XP for some reason. Anyway. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, me, the host, Nathan Reed Spruth, the one who doesn't fuck up at the beginning of these podcasts. That guy. Uh, the one who can tell the difference between nine and six. I can't. I can't do that. No, uh, I have played some games this week. I decided to load up my PlayStation 5 and play some PlayStation 4 games. Uh, I played, uh, because it is included, I actually bought a year of the PlayStation Plus. Because when I got my PS5, if you have PlayStation Plus, you get like the 30 PlayStation 4 games included. Plus, you can... Huh? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, so hey, you... we know we're not going to have a lot of games on this for a while, so uh, <laughs> here you go. Yeah, so, and, and, then, and they're not like bad games. Like... I'll talk about one of the games, but oh, for know. for the PlayStation Plus free game this week or this month, 
was UFC 4 for the PlayStation 4, so I played that. Uh, I thought it was weird that you were playing a UFC game. I also I, did. I don't like uh, watching UFC. However, I like playing those games. I think, uh, I think they're fun. Although I played the original... There was a UFC game released on the original PlayStation, and that is really bad. Case, uh, UFC yeah. existed back then? Uh, yeah, UFC has been around since like 1999. 99, 98, 99, something like that. I think it was, yeah, it was, it was 98, 99, because I remember Ken Shamrock um, was really big in UFC, and that was like oh. in 99. Anyway, um, so I played that, and I have to say, the first few fights are when you're playing through the story mode. Because I didn't play any of the online stuff. I'm not going to play against people who know how to play the fucking game. So I just played through the, uh, the story mode, played it on normal difficulty. And normal difficulty, if you are somewhat competent as a gamer, is way too fucking easy. Uh, there becomes a point about, I don't know, 10 fights in, that, or even less than that, that you're just knocking people out in the first round every time. And it got to the point where I knocked somebody out in like 25 seconds. But, but, so, but my power creep. Yeah. And so you get way too powerful, uh, way too fast. And there's like no challenge, even on the, even when you're defending the title. Uh, but I, you know, for what it was, I had a fun time and I wouldn't pay $60 for it. But being included with, with PlayStation Plus, it was fine. It was a fine time. Uh, I then, went and I looked at Game Pass, another one of my subscriptions. Please save me from myself. I looked at Game Pass, and there was another game called RoboQuest. And I played that, and it, it is a first-person shooter where you're running through... In air, you're basically just running through a roguelike area. You run through, kill other robots, get to a boss kill the boss robot and then your time ends and you're you're given an, like uh rewards for it. Uh you can also do co-op. I have not done the co-op. It's it's fun. It's well made. The shooting feels good. Killing robots feels good. I liked it. I had fun. If you guys have Game Pass, I would recommend uh, just downloading RoboQuest and give it a whirl. It's fun. And the last game I played was another game that was included with my PlayStation 5. And the whole reason I booted up my PlayStation 5 was because, like, a week ago, my friend Durgo said, oh, hey, they're doing a sale for PlayStation 4 and 5 games. And I was like, oh, man, Miles Morales, the Spider-Man sequel, is on sale. And I loaded it up, and I had waited too long. And so it's not on sale anymore, and I'm not paying $50 for a seven-hour game. Just not happening. Uh, so I looked through my catalog of games, and I decided to play some God of War. The uh the one that released in was it twenty eight sixteen now was it twenty sixteen yeah twenty twenty we're getting old that's what it is <laughs> um but it it released you know a few years ago still a really good game they have it updated for the PlayStation Five where you can uh have kind of an not an unlocked frame rate, but instead of running at thirty where it, which it did on the PS4, they have it 
to being able to run at 60 with checkerboard or whatever for 4K. Uh, I guess the original version with the unpatched God of War that's on the disc actually has an uncapped frame rate. But because of how wonky it was, they released another patch that capped it at 30. So uh, they've, they've unlocked that with the PS5 coming out. They, they made it so that you can choose between a couple different modes, either the locked 30 frames or you can do 60 frames with 4K checkerboard. And it's good. If you guys haven't played uh, God of War, uh, buy a PS5, I guess. And then you can or play you can God of you just or play it on, on PC. PC. Or you could just play it on PC, I guess. Whatever. Whatever. Now, I was I was that. talking to, to Mr. Reeton here while he was streaming, and I got a, a pretty... I, I think it's a pretty good idea. I just am not the one to go through the hard work of doing it. This game has hardcore Alexander and Worf vibes. I want to see somebody do a mod that replaces Kratos with Worf and Atreus, whatever his name is, with yeah. Alexander. And then any anytime he says like, uh, I don't know, a, a a god or something like that, I want it to be just a poorly dubbed over Klingon, <laughs> <laughs> or or like when he yells Atreus, he'll be like Alexander. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't think it would take much work. You, you know, you you skin the weapon as a batleth or something like that. <laughs> I'm I'm sure somebody's already done the hard work, and you just gotta like match it up you know but i've already seen people do crazy stuff on the pc version of god of war so i know what's possible that'd be fun that would be that would be really fun um but it's it's okay i i kind of hate the kid i always hate the kid but i guess uh somebody said was in there and was like oh you haven't played this yet once you find out who the kid is it's actually really sad or something like that i'm like i don't i don't care it's not. What is it? I don't care about spoilers. The game's like six years old. Oh, I, I'm just saying it's not. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. If okay, the kid's annoying, just... I don't care who the kid is. I oh. still want to cut his head off. I see. Yeah, I've, uh, I've thrown the axe at the kid, and it doesn't do anything. You, you do that a lot, actually, I gotta say. <laughs> I just, I'm like, maybe this time. Nope. They're, nope, they're talking, work. and I can't move forward until they're done with the conversation. Whoosh, whoosh, <laughs> whoosh. It's a, it's a good mechanic. I like. Does your it. girlfriend know that you have such violent tendencies towards children? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's all right. <laughs> um, we're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk about some news stories. First things first. Uh, with I'm the realist. With, yes, with nice. this. Uh. No one's going to get that week. reference in like 10 years. I don't get that reference now. Well, that's because all you listen to is ska. That's true. It is. That is the main source of music that I listened to. He tried um, to listen to something else, but he couldn't quite pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> um, so anyway, good news this week before we go into everything that's bad. Uh, Epic Games is doing something good. Uh. The headline is from TechSpot, Epic Games will offer full employment to hundreds of temporary QA workers, which we've spoken about on the podcast, is QA workers work harder than probably anybody else when making video games. And 
not only that, but they also get treated the poorest. Most of them. What the fuck is happening? Um, sorry, there's a cat just freaking out for some reason. Anyway, <laughs> most of them are temporary workers, while some of the QA workers are actually made full time. Um, and thankfully, they're turning most of their QA workers into staff, into actual staff. Um, in brief, good news if you happen to be a temporary worker uh, or temporary tester for Epic Games, the company will soon offer full-time employment along with all associated benefits to a few hundred of its contract-based staff in the United States. According to an employee-facing memo attained by The Verge, Epic Games will offer full-time employment, I'm sorry, full-time at-will employment to eligible U.S.-based contingent workers, and many of those offers will be effective as of April 4th, twenty. 22. Um, going down to the bottom, it does say Epic isn't turning all of its temp workers into full-time staff. There will be some exceptions uh, where the current employment arrangement is more suitable for both parties, and it, it will still hire contingent workers on short-term needs. Um, so, when I worked at when I worked at Sony, they had not worked for Sony. I worked at Sony because I was a contingent worker. <laughs> but all the QA guys would have the same basic story that they would tell me. Is that as a contract worker, you could only work for two years on a contract. And then the company, and I think this was something done by the Obama administration, but I could be wrong, is they were trying to encourage companies to hire on uh, contingent workers as actual staff. That way you don't have QA people just being contingent workers for five or six years but not getting any benefits. So after two years as a QA worker, um, they would not make them full-time employees and then just not, like, they would just make them take unemployment for three months and then hire them back as a contingent worker because that's the amount of time you had to have between contracts. That's what my job says they do. Yeah. Yeah. Save so, a lot of money that way. Yeah, so you save a lot of money. And and then no one will have rights ever. Not not rights. No one will have benefits ever, I mean to say. And yeah. then everyone Same will just thing. be screwed and indebted and God, and, I hate it here. So uh are you a contingent worker? <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, you know oh, no. you know when my two year anniversary is? April. Zoe. It's in March. Zoe. I'm going to beat you. Sorry. <laughs> There's a cat and she's like crawling behind the plants. Don't beat your cat, Nathan. Why is your answer to everything to hit it, Nathan? <laughs> I was I was raised in a poor environment. Um <laughs> I'm not going to hit the cat. So Anyway, uh, when was your mic first? Yeah, when was your anniversary? Uh, that's in March. I don't know. Oh. I don't know for sure the date, but uh, yeah, if they don't convert HR me within does. the next, <laughs> yeah, that's, if, I, if they don't convert me within a month, I may, I may be unemployed. <laughs> you you might want to email your boss there. <laughs> so uh, now now this could be just a Sony thing. It might be that they could hire you on for longer. Um, but I, uh, but I, no, I know that's what was happening with Sony. 
So uh, I worked at a at another place that made very heavy use of contingent workers uh, to just kind of it, it was it was because it's it's easier for companies to bring in contingent workers and then let them go if they need to. There's a lot less red tape, a lot less money has to change hands and all that. Um, so that to make the workforce more flexible, this company would would use a lot of, of contingent workers on their service desk. Um, and that was something that was at least said quite often. Like, I still don't know if this is like actually a law or not. Um, yeah. But, it, but it's always been said everywhere that I'm aware of that you can't have somebody who is a contractor working for you for more than two years as a contractor. Beyond that point, you have to hire them or you have to cut them. That doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm assuming that it's if it isn't a legal thing, then it is some workaround to a different legal thing. Yeah, I think it has to do. Uh, I think the Obama administration tried to implement things to encourage employers to hire on their employees full time, but it kind of backfired and now they're just letting them go. And uh, after after two years. Because uh, Facebook does the same thing. When I was there, I was only there for seven or eight months, but uh, I knew people who, somebody who was taught, he was like the number one every single month with getting tickets done, and they wouldn't hire him full time. And my boss, my manager, literally told me that. I wasn't going to get hired full time because they were letting my contract end. And so he was just like, don't, don't do work. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. like, like come to work, sign in, you know, do some cases. But if you're watching YouTube and taking like 15 or 20 minutes between cases, I don't care. They're not going to hire you. And I was like, all right. And with the other guy, um, the the one who was doing really really well and getting you know ton like twenty or thirty cases done a day, uh, my boss was like, "Dude, don't kill yourself. You're not getting the full time job. It's not my fault. Like I want you. I went to bat for you, but Facebook sucks and won't hire you. So just stop doing so many tickets." <laughs> and I was like, "At least my manager, my supervisor was honest." But some places will just kind of string you along yeah. and be like, well, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll talk about it in a month or we'll talk about it when we're closer to uh, the contract ending and then just be like, oh, nope, you're gone in two weeks. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what my place is doing to me nah, right now. Nah. So that's cool. If they yeah. give you two weeks, I think you're pretty damn lucky. Yeah. Um, they, to be fair, when I got let go from Sony, they gave me like a month. They told me like a month early, like, hey, we're not going to extend your contract or anything. You do but, seem to, at least in, in a lot of cases, get lucky that you tend to work with individual employees who are pretty chill, though. Yeah, yeah. All of my managers and supervisors have been pretty cool, except for uh, at one of my places. But even there, my system admin, who I worked most closely with, um, she's the one who got me my current job. She yeah. left, she left that place. And then like after, right, literally a week after 
I was told that I wasn't going to be able to get my, or be made full time at Facebook. My manager or my system admin contacted me and she's like, hey, we have an open position and everybody who's applying sucks. Do you want to apply? And I was like, uh, well, I just found out that I'm losing my job. So, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> so I've gotten pretty lucky with that. Uh, but hopefully this works out well for the, the QA testers and so they can be made full time. One last story. I worked with a guy who used to work at Gearbox. And apparently, Gearbox Studios treats all of their QA people like second-class citizens. To what the a point, surprise. Yeah, to the point where they don't even, the QA people don't get to go to the company Christmas party. Wow. However, they have to set up the company Christmas party. Oh. And so they get their own Christmas party with, like, they, they like, buy their own keg of beer and then just... Have it in the QA area. Yeah. It's It's incredibly dystopian. It's awful. Anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, This is definitely technology and game related uh, from Ars Technica. Ivermectin fails another COVID trial as study links uh, used to GOP politics. So, uh, (laughs) of course. Of course. (laughs) And it's going like, like good. The study's result is, yeah, it turns out the only people who use this are just stupid fucking Republicans. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it doesn't work. Like, it works for what it's made for, and I don't know what that is. But it doesn't work. Well, well, yes, they have, but they do have a human version of Ivermectin. Yeah, if you have worms. Yeah. But again, it doesn't work. For COVID, because it's a different fucking disease. But that's not a goddamn word. <laughs> yeah. And and the just I don't know why. Like when Joe they, Rogan Joe Rogan did his podcast. We're on Spotify, by the way. Just want y'all to know that. We're on Spotify. We're gonna talk shit about Joe Rogan for a second. Joe Rogan went and he was he was like defending using ivermectin. He's like, Well, when I when I got sick with COVID, you know, CNN was on there saying I was using horse, uh, you know, horse medicine, but I was using the human version, which he was. He was using the human version. And my thing was, okay, cool, but why the fuck didn't you just get the vaccine? Or use the drugs that have been approved for COVID? Why did you go to this random drug that we know doesn't work for COVID? uh, Whenever he had COVID... Um, he posted, I think, on Instagram that uh, he was using ivermectin and the fucking, like, experimental fucking stem cell antibody bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and, like, three other treatments. And, like, I, I don't know. I got the impression that he was just bullshitting and was just like, I'm using every fucking treatment that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Because I'm fucking Joe Rogan, and my entire life is about being as inflammatory as possible to as many people as possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And so my thing with it was, you know, why, why go? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna use ivermectin, which is not something that's been tested for 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 working for COVID. Uh, I'm gonna throw all of these other things at it, but yet the one thing that could have 
helped prevent it or or ease the uh, the side effects that he refused to do, which was get yeah, a vaccine. But, but that's experimental. But I don't want to inject some experimental thing into my veins. It could it could make my DNA change, and I'd become a mutant zombie, and I might have a bunch of side effects that I don't want. No one might not... happen. Might turn me into a chimpanzee. I might rip your fucking face off. Yeah, which is so, uh, is something that he he says a lot. So I just want to read the last bit of this article from Ars Technica. It says, "Not the first time." While some early clinical work had suggested ivermectin may be effective for treating COVID-19, experts have since noted methodological weaknesses in those studies. Moreover, the findings in the Malaysian trial echo two other randomized clinical trials in Colombia and Argentina. 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 These trials also found no benefits to using ivermectin to improve COVID-19 symptoms or reduce hospitalization rates. Overall, the authors of the Malaysian trial conclude that their randomized clinical trial of high-risk patients with mild to moderate COVID-19 ivermectin treatment during early illness did not prevent progression to severe disease. So it doesn't fucking work. But but what if, in, in reality, the World Health Organization is just trying to suss out those other studies that that said that it was working and they're trying to boost these fake studies that are false flags and are really just trying to shut down people treating their own illnesses the way that they want to what i really think should happen is that we should have joe rogan inject the nvidia gpu hash rate unlocker into his computer Boop. Boop. I, I I tried. Okay. I was hoping that you'd say like inject it into his skin. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to get him a, a, a Trojan. Um, so there was a. We're moving on to the next story. That was my segue. That was my segue there. Um, there was a supposed Nvidia GPU hash rate unlocker. It came out that, uh, basically they were like, hey. We have a hash rate unlocker because some of our chips, I think, what was it, 3060? Was that the one that came uh, out with, with lower hash rate for, like, Bitcoin and Ethereum mining? Well, so NVIDIA, NVIDIA put out um, new BIOS uh, for all their 30 series cards that limited their hash rates whenever it came to Ethereum mining. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, all the all the cards that they started shipping, I think you're right that it started with the 3060, but all their new new cards that they've been shipping since manufacturing the 3060 uh, have had the the light hash rate BIOS. Yeah, because I think mine is fine because it has the old because I got the like first run of the 3070. Um, yeah. So if I wanted to do it, I could waste money. Um, but yeah, you have to like roll back your drivers. It's doing all right. Wait, what? How is Ethereum I, I doing? Heard it, I heard it wasn't doing so well. I mean, it's it's nothing's doing well right now. Um, I think there are reasons for that, but like Doge is down. Bitcoin is down to 37, where it had a high of 68 or something like that. Thousand, 68,000. I just wanted you to say that. So it's down to 37,000. 
And then Ethereum is down to 2.6 thousand. Um, where its all-time high was around 4,700. So it's about half of what it was. Does this mean my NFT is losing value? Uh, Yeah, your NFTs are losing value. So so they came out with these light hash rate or NVIDIA LHR graphics cards, and they've, they've done some things so that they can get it up to like 70 to 75 percent of Nathan, the you got a really squeaky door rate. in the background i got they a really install a cat into every gpu <laughs> yeah when, when it starts processing too much it gets swatted at her mom my girlfriend shut the door and i'm not paying attention to her and so she's just whining at the bedroom door that's what's well, happening pay attention to the cat i know so did I lap and talk about technology like a good evil mastermind. So uh the light hash rate cards came out. People a bit got it up to about seventy to seventy-five percent of the normal uh Ethereum hashing. I don't know what it is, what it's called, but but a hash rate hash is, rate. Yeah. And uh they came out with something that was like, aha, we have the full unlocker is going to come out. We're going to unlock 125% performance. It'll be even better than before. And uh turns out it was just malware. A bunch of just <laughs> yep. a bunch of malware. Um that track. And this is from Techspot. It says earlier this week a program was making the rounds that supposedly helped crypto miners get around the limitations of the Nvidia LHR graphics cards. It sounded unsafe to begin with, but now it looks like the whole thing was just a malware scam. When WCCF Tech investigated the NVIDIA RTX Lite hash rate BIOS V2 unlocker this week, it turned out to be filled with malware. Video cards later noted that the malware connects to a remote server, and then Tom's hardware reported that the unlocker doesn't uncap the hash rate, but instead infects PowerShell. <laughs> Fucking yeah, yeah. This is on the same level as people who like Google PS4 emulator and then actually download any of the things that come up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how fucking stupid do you have to be to go, oh yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna install this software and not not look into it at all. And sure it'll it'll bypass NVIDIA's bullshit. Definitely. I just need to make my cryptos. If we've said it once, we've said it a hundred times. You can't just trust random things on the internet like this. I remember there was a 3DS emulator right yeah. when the 3DS came out that was just malware. It was it was one of yeah. those things. You go to download it, uh, and I did I looked at a YouTube video, but it was one of those things where you would you'd go to download it and be like, fill out these surveys, and after you fill out these surveys, then uh, you'll be able to go to your download, and then it would just never get to the download. Oh yeah, and that's the that's the nice ones. Like oh, those yeah. are, those are the ones where it's like, oh okay, this is obviously a scam. Mm-hmm. The 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 really good ones in my mind are the ones where it's like, yeah, here, just download this zip file, and then it's an executable, and you're like, oh, okay, it, maybe it's one of those zip files where you you open the executable and then it unpacks itself because I'm an idiot, and then yeah. you run it. And then the whole thing is just malware. 
Yeah, like, and that's what this is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and and that that is what this is. I guarantee you that because supposedly there was like a GitHub page. Yeah, there was a GitHub page. I guarantee you that it had no actual code and it was just an exe file on a GitHub uh, repository. Yeah. But now like, to to be fair, I could definitely see one of these hash rate unlockers being a real thing that actually works. Yeah, th so that's the other thing, too, is that, yes, this could definitely exist. I would be surprised if it didn't exist in some capacity. But no one's going to give it out for free. No. Are you shitting me? You, I get, will... a, you get a bonus 25% hash rate over everyone else who has a graphics card right now? And it, you're not just going to hand that out. You're either going to charge money for it or you're going to keep it for yourself. I would sell it for one Bitcoin per card. <laughs> one Bitcoin. No, actually, this would, like, I would go to the big crypto miners and be like, how much can I get? You're going to, you have 100 cards. Think about what a 25% performance boost would be. Yeah, exactly. Like, how many, bit? how much money are you wanting to, how many millions of dollars do you want? Or do you want to give me? That's what I would do. And that's, yeah. I mean, honestly, I would, I would be surprised if somebody didn't already do that. And the, the big miners have just kept it under the rug and haven't actually told anybody about it. Right. Because, like, why, why would you tell anyone about yeah. that? You, you wouldn't. Yeah. So we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some, uh, some Evo. Does anybody here actually watch Evo? I don't watch it live. Uh, I wait. I have uh, I have friends who are like really into fighting games, and I wait for them to post clips because I do mm. like watching people play fighting games at super high level. Uh, yeah, even uh, if it's John, something like Smash. John, John, he's really into fighting games, right? No, Tyler is. Oh, it's Tyler. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Jeez. Well, but apparently, uh, they're not having Super Smash Brothers. At Evo this year, and from what I understand, is it because I didn't actually read through all this article, but is it because uh, they've been doing Evo online and the online connectivity for Smash Brothers sucks dick? Um, I don't know. Um, so I know that they did do Smash online at one point. Uh, there, there was that I. It was either last year or the year before they did do Smash Online. Um, but yeah, it, it was really bad. So that could be why. Um, I'm hoping that the real reason, like I, I don't really, I, I don't think it actually says. It just says that it's not going to be part of the event. There's some but, speculation here at the bottom, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Well, well, uh, I might be talking about the speculation. Is it because Nintendo has been so shitty about them showcasing Melee and specifically Project M? Well, yes, but also in March 2021, Evo got bought by Sony. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that yeah, could be Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So that's shitty be because is Smash not like the best selling fighting game? Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, Project. Now, the thing, the thing about that, 
though is that like most people who play smash at evo play melee and specifically project m um which i think is actually brawl but it's it's brawl that's been modded the fuck out to turn it into project or, or into melee but in either case like they they don't play ultimate there are people who do play ultimate but like that's for the not most where part the tournament scene is yeah that's not yeah. where the tournament scene has ever been um so I, I i was assuming that if it was anything it would be that but also if if they're owned by sony now well why would sony want to showcase a nintendo first party game yeah at their conference so we'll we'll see uh we'll see what happens but apparently no more super smash brothers um they could replace it with power rangers battle for the grid Huh? Huh? No. It's a fighting game. They'll, it's not bad. I played it. It's all they'll right. Just, I they'll, play, uh, they'll play King of Fighters 25. Probably. Um, are they doing, uh, what was it, Fighter Z? That's, that's a bit... The Dragon Ball one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fighter Z is, has had a huge... It, pretty much everything that uh, Arxis puts out has been at Evo uh, yeah. for a while. Because Arxis yeah. just makes really fucking good fighting games. Yeah, there's um, no there's no shortage of fighting games that can be showcased there. Uh, it does yeah. kind of suck that Super Smash Brothers won't be there, but I mean, I don't watch anything from Evo, so I don't really care. But we're gonna move and on. And to be we're honest, gonna... oh. like the Smash scene has its own influencers and whatnot. Yeah, like they they can kind of do their own thing. I don't think they need Evo to be honest. Probably not like not. it's a game that's hurting for representation. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to move on to our last story. Uh, HP and Lenovo Chromebooks are expected to have Steam support soon. Huh. So that's weird. Uh, this is from Ars Technica. HP, Lenovo, Acer, and Asus are expected to be among the first companies to release a gaming Chromebook. Uh, code change in the Chromium Garrett's suggests that vendors are working on Chrome OS devices that will support Steam. In January 2020, Google said it would bring Steam to Chromebooks, and the plan may be starting to take shape. 9to5Google spotted a code change uh, on Saturday, showing a list of what appears to be Chromebook models that will support support Steam. Um, And then it goes through, what is it, five Asus Chromebooks, an HP Chromebook, and a Lenovo unknown Chromebook from Lenovo. I'm not going through all the model numbers. Uh, When asked about the report, Acer told Ars Technica that it need to defer to Google on the minimum requirements slash plans for Steam on Chrome. And the expected minimum uh, specs are down below, but I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Uh, A, why? (laughs) And B, do you think it would work? I mean... I guess maybe with with the push that uh, Valve was making with the Steam Deck to get more and more games running on Linux, and considering that Chrome OS is a Linux distribution, I, I guess I get that. I guess like like it it'll work. Yeah, sure. And yeah. this is kind of cutting out the middleman so that you don't have to root your your Chromebook to run Steam on it. But like, 
what's the point? My, like... my, yeah, my thing is most, most of the people who are using Chromebooks, the reason they get a Chromebook is because they go to the Best Buy and they're like, well, I want something that can get online and check my email and watch YouTubes. And I have $100 and I can do that with the Chromebook. And that's it. Like, and it's it's weird because like there are Chromebooks that cost hundreds or thousands of dollars. I think I told and you. I, I think I told yeah. you when I when I worked at Facebook. Um, you know, I I put in like okay, I want a I want a Windows laptop. Uh, you know, I'm whatever. I, I want a Windows laptop because I'm more comfortable with those, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I got an email like two days before I was supposed to start. And they're like, oh, we fucked up. We sent you the wrong laptop. We'll have to send you up. We're getting another one ready, and we'll send that one to you. So they sent me the original. The first laptop that showed up was a Pixelbook. <laughs> yeah. The $1,000 Chromebook. And I was like, this is great. Weird. And I told my manager, and he's like, we don't use Chromebooks. <laughs> Why would they send you that? That makes zero sense. They they must come direct from the manufacturer with the image cooked on them or something like that. I I have no well, idea. That's that's the thing is with Chromebooks, uh, when you deploy them, like you 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 can connect them to a deployment server, uh, to do all the the post configuring. But like out of the box, they work they they work like any other Chromebook right out of the box. Yeah, and then you have you have to manually set them to then pull all the configuration shit from your own your own server mm -hmm. uh, like it, <laughs> that is really weird that they would do that but yeah. i just i don't get who the fuck's buying these these chromebooks what I do you know. need an i5 and a chromebook for so we're my, gonna... my grandma is still using one with a pentium and it was it doesn't work fine it, it, it's a fucking it, it's a laptop like okay. that it, it uses chrome like that's <laughs> and that's like it, it works it opens the facebooks it, it goes to the youtubes she can listen to spotify what else do you need she can listen well, to the entertainment to play, soon she'll be able to play counter strike as well yeah so it <laughs> so the expected minimum uh, specifications it appears chromebooks will require some pretty beefy specs to run steam Currently, the expected minimum specs include an Intel 11th Gen i5 CPU, 8 gigs of RAM, um, and that's it. As noted by 9to5Google, there may be other Chromebooks added to the list down the line, especially since we have yet to hear official confirmation from Google, Steam, or any laptop companies. Um, I'm trying to see. Interesting, there's no detail on ARM-based chips, although there are no Chromebooks with dedicated NVIDIA GPUs. They noted Chromium Garrett con uh, contributions from NVIDIA employees said it would be used exclusively by the virtual machine that will be used by Steam. Okay. So they're, they're going to be developing SOCs or uh, Chromebooks that will have a dedicated NVIDIA GPU and they'll be doing PCI pass-through into Probably. yeah that vm so that it can utilize that without chrome os bogging it down ah 
The company has promised to bring capabilities like ray tracing and NVIDIA's DLSS to ARM-based chips and has demoed such features working on the MediaTek Companio, Companio. Companio yeah. 1200 chip expected to land in Chromebooks. Since we're talking about the first Chrome OS devices with dedicated NVIDIA graphics cards, we'd expect those gaming Chromebooks to command a higher price tag too. Gaming uh, Chromebook. So weird to say, huh? <laughs> It's an oxymoron. Acer's Chromebook 515 currently stands at $650, while the Asus Chromebook Flip CX-5 can be found for $830. Just rolls off the tongue. With an i5 uh, HP C640G2 Chromebook, starts at $489, but goes up to $1,254 for an i5. A lot Bro, of money just... for a Chromebook. Just yeah. buy a normal fucking laptop at that right. point. Buy like, buy two buy two Steam decks. <laughs> like, I don't I don't get it. This seems to me to kind of go against everything that Chromebooks are supposed to stand for. You know? Like, I always saw them as a cheap gateway to the internet. Like yeah. you, you need something that's a little bit more than just a tablet. So it, it like, you want something that has a dedicated keyboard and it, sure it has a trackpad because why wouldn't it have a trackpad? You know, you get a couple of USB ports so you can plug a flash drive in it. Like if anything, it's, it's almost like a, like a really, you know what it is? It's like the fucking surface laptop. Like, yeah. except it doesn't run Windows. It just runs Chrome OS. But like, because it runs Chrome OS, the idea is supposed to be that you can have it be a relatively low spec machine and therefore be really fucking cheap. Like putting an ARM SOC into a Chromebook makes complete sense because all they're supposed to run are browser applications and Android applications. Because like Android apps have been on Chromebooks for years now. And that, sure, why not? Like and now they're coming to Windows PCs. Like that is Windows really, eleven. That is really are really you weird? This isn't something that uh, we had planned, but I am going to ask you. Uh, you mentioned that Chrome or Chromebooks have had Android apps included for a while. Uh, they just released the beta for Android on Windows eleven. Yeah. Oh or yeah, I they? know. Yeah, I are can't. You... Uh, I can't use it. Why not? Uh, you have to have a Ryzen three thousand. Really? Oh, oh. Yep. for no reason. Really, no reason at all. So you need to get a new, new processor. Well, I either need to do that or find or wait for somebody else to find a way to uh, bypass their requirement. Because I had installed the. So, because it's not, it's not even like the beta at this point. Like that was part of this last Windows update was adding that, like the Amazon App Store is on the Windows Store, right? Um, but uh, I had had the beta software installed on my computer, and some things worked, and other things didn't. And the main thing that I wanted, which was Azure Lane, did not work. Uh, it mm. would get to the loading screen and then just sit there forever. Uh, it almost kind of looked like there wasn't hardware acceleration in the Android virtual machine, which 
is weird. Um, but yeah, I, as of right now, don't see uh, the value in it. Yeah, me uh, neither. It's, but, yeah. sorry, go on. I, I do have a, a compounding thought to that. It's really weird that Android, the at least from my experience, developing on Android, you kind of need to specifically target older image, like builds, I mean to say. Yeah. Uh, if you want anyone to be able to use your device, just because that's the nature of Android. They're interested more in portability than being most up-to-date with features. But then they're turning around and saying, oh, but if you want to use this, you need to have a... Like, I, I have a Surface 7, and that uses a... Uh, i7 it's it, i wouldn't be able to even use this yet and that's pretty damn new still yeah so that's unfortunate. anyway yeah it is anyway we'll talk about that later once uh a row finds out that hack in the next week and a half um i want to thank you for being here connor i, I guess it's go time goodbye it's everyone. go time it's good it's goodbye time Nathan's and i want... got places to go i do and thank you for being here row Yep, I was here. Uh, I can't wait for my Steam Deck. Yeah, we'll we'll be here next week talking about more video games and Steam decks and Steam decks. Goodbye. We'll Bye. have a better intro next week. No, we won't. <laughs>